people get confused as they think that's only for certain breeds of dogs. That's for all breeds of dogs. And basically, you know, your dog doesn't have to be on a lead if he doesn't come under the Ban Act. But he has to be seen to be under effectual control. Now, if he's 10 yards ahead of you, 10 yards behind you, or running across the road, or going up bothered than other dogs, then he's not under control. The minister has basically... I don't know, she's asked all the dog wardens basically to start enforcing this law. So the fine, it was 100 euros, I might deal with 9 or 10 fines in the year because most people would be responsible and when you talk to them they'd put it under control but then some people wouldn't so you'd have to issue the fine. But I can see I've already issued 5 fines in the last 3 weeks already. So they're going to go and now once... you know, once we're out there enforcing it, I can see, I hate to say it, but I can see a lot of court cases arising out of this because a lot of people won't comply with you. So when you come across somebody, Frankie, whose dog is not un- under control, do you do you give him a chance? Always. And Peter, to, just an example now. Say you're driving home here and a guard pulls you in for something. Have you got your driving licence? Oh, I was in a hurry this morning. Have you insurance? I'm not sure. He doesn't say, look, Peter, I'll give you a chance. Do you know, I always, always, unless a dog has attacked someone, attacked livestock, or, you know, it's, it's really bad case. But I always, and this is what I'm going to do now, Peter. We'll go back to under control number one, but then I'll also speak about muslin of dogs. That's another 300 fine. There was a lady in Mayo fined 1,500 last year because, or last week there, 1500 and her dog hadn't done anything other than was running loose it was a German Shepherd so on the muslin I will be approaching people I will be explaining the law to them and I will be telling them where to get a muzzle how to get a muzzle and what particular type of muzzle works if they don't comply with me I will issue the fine and we will be following up like I actually have the highest record in Ireland of fines being paid because I give people a chance as I said even after I fine you I'll ask for your permission to text you to remind you if you haven't paid it within the 21 days so I send that text out and 99% of the time we get them paid and another thing I'd like to ask Peter I would appeal to the pet shop owners to get in these muzzles and supply them and also give advice to people because a lot of people think that um, a halty which is a strap and you just wrap it around the mouth that that's uh, will do the job it won't it's not appropriate at all and under the the act it's not a muzzle it's a halty and it's only for holding them back I know from experience I'm a long time at the job I'm going to meet a lot of people that aren't going to agree with it that's not I still have to do my job How do you deal with that kind of a situation Frankie I suppose you're used to it at this stage um, where somebody doesn't accept what you're asking them to do. Yeah, I give you, I can give you an example of something that happened years ago without in, mentioning anyone. A lady in the fair green at the time with two dogs, and I was over there with my grandchildren. Her dogs knocked one of my grandchildren. I asked the lady to put the dogs in the lead. She basically taught me where to go. I had told her and explained to her. So I, what happens is, Peter, I asked her her name. I showed her my ID. I asked her her name or address. If you fail to give your name and address to the dog warden, it's one of the only offences that you can be arrested by the guards without warrant on the spot. And usually what happens is the guard come and they explain, listen, you're going to be arrested. We've spoken to the sergeant, you're going to be arrested, so you must comply with Mr. Coach. You're not giving us your name, you have to give it to Frank Coach, the dog warden, and we get it sorted that way. But then the fine will be issued. 
and uh, or even a prosecution. We have very few prosecutions, but I can see them going up. But Peter, honestly, and anybody that knows me knows, I like to give a chance if I can, but you can't have people basically, you know, not... not and uh, I have friends there that have those dogs, and I've told him, you have to put the muzzle on now. And that's it, in the story. One time, I always believe, once a dog was under control, you were halfway there. At least a person had him under control. The other thing I would appeal to people when you have a dog that comes under the Ben Act, I was up at a case there two weeks ago where a dog was attacking another dog and he actually killed the other dog. If the other dog, the dog that was killing that dog, if it hadn't, the big dangerous dog hadn't a, um, a collar on, then you, you've nothing to handle the dog, but you can't control it. Like me trying to hold him, all right, have a catch pole. But when you have the collar on, I would appeal to people, even at home, keep the collar on the dog, always have the collar on the dog, because if he does turn on you, turn on a child, and I'm not demonising all dogs. Of course, there's lots of bulldogs and rottweilers and they're lovely and they're pets and people love them. And a lot of people would be annoyed listening to me this morning thinking that I am. I'm not. All I'm doing is implementing the law as is required of me. And, uh, I mean, we, we do hear from time to time in this country um, across the water of um, very serious and sometimes fatal incidents involving dogs and, and particularly children at times yeah yeah and um what happens mostly peter and people wouldn't understand this is that we wouldn't be involved in probably 50 or 60 percent of the cases of people being attacked and especially children because it happens on the owner's property and then it's private property it's your it's your own business especially they people would have to invite me in to take away the dog the guards could ring me and say Frankie could you pop up we spoke to the owners otherwise I have no right in there so yeah and uh, we've had Peter we've had terrible terrible cases here in Clare but if they weren't publicised and whatever but we, we've had yeah we've had a lot of people having to get skin graft a lot of people um, left with injuries afterwards and uh, a lot of people have had to pay money out in cases that were settled out of court so I'd like to think I don't want to be on here in Clare of him and speaking about a child or an elderly person or someone that was killed. I don't want to be doing that. And that's why I'm proactive. That's why I like to think that I'm on top of these situations. But I can't monitor every dog in Clare. Um, I'd, personally, I would assume that everyone would know if they need to muzzle their dog. But does everyone? No, no, they, don't, no they don't. And as I said to you already, like the amount of people that you'll walk up to and you'll say your dog is supposed to be muzzled you know just giving you a bit of not at all he isn't no why now there are dogs in this country that should come under the act but they came in after the act was you know brought in now there's one other breed brought on there's 13 breeds all together on it but what people don't realise if you have a Labrador for instance any breed but just say Labrador and his mother was a Rottweiler and I can clearly see that well, it's the opinion of the dog warden that counts. The dog warden has come up saying that dog is crossed with a Rottweiler and he should be muzzled. So, you know, obviously you're going to court, you'll be saying, Your Honour, he's not. But the judge, I would imagine, will turn around and say, that I'm, I want the dog warden's opinion. What do you think? Well, Your Honour, this is crossed with a dog that comes under the banned breed. So, therefore, he has to be muzzled. Um, you're appealing, Frankie, as well, to pet stores to uh, provide proper muzzles and, and advice as well. Yeah, that's it. And the proper muzzles, because people are going in, as I said, they're buying these straps, they're buying little muzzles that don't don't matter. So I would ask people, they don't count, basically, they don't do the job. So I would ask pet store owners to provide 
I've no problem calling over to any of them, speaking to any of the shops and the stores and explaining to them what's, what's required and what's needed. The law under the Control of Dogs Act doesn't actually state what type of muzzle, but it does state muzzle. So if you buy something and it isn't a muzzle and it doesn't do the job, I saw someone the other day with, one, as I said, one of those straps. Another dog wasn't sent a case on to me there that he was dealing with a person and it had one of the strap-ons, the halties, but it was still able to bite another dog that was walking past, now a proper muzzle on. It's all about respect, and it, like people say, oh, I love my dog, and if you do, then put the muzzle on him, you won't have a fine, you won't have a day in court, and there won't be a chance, remember this as well, Peter, that if you were brought in for your dog misbehaving and not wearing a muzzle, there is a possibility that the judge could ban you from keeping dogs. So I'm not trying to frighten people, I'm, I'm putting it out there. And if anybody wants to ring me and wants advice, I'm here. I'm at the end of the phone. I'll help them. We have a few questions coming in, uh, frankly, yeah. from listeners. One has nothing to do with dogs. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but uh, somebody asks, can you ask, Frankie, if a person knocks down a dog on the road, uh, a loose dog at night, is the owner of that dog responsible for damages? Absolutely, yeah. But um, you have to have reported it immediately you know if you knock down a dog ring the guards immediately we had one only two weeks ago there and we got it sorted and the owner of the dog has agreed to pay the damages and if there's any injuries to that person any damage to the car yes the owner of the dog is responsible um five five sheep killed by a pet dog um in cratlow in cratlow uh roughly two weeks ago the owner has paid up full 1500 euros in damage but that doesn't cover the damage because since that and since the damage has been paid there would be uh, sheep would be aborted in lambs and then a lot of lambs that should be or sheep that should be in lamb turn out when they're scanned that they're not and it's all due to the stress of the dogs so I'm unfortunately now this is our first case of the year we get four or five a year it just be 24 or five but I'm appealing to people just because it's a pet dog keep it under control and especially in windy weather and bad weather because that's when dogs are inclined to travel and remember a dog will travel five six miles no problem they have four legs they can go people say oh my dog wouldn't course they can they can travel um, we've been asking people all morning, Frankie, to come up with ideas for the FAI. They obviously can't get a manager for the... For the oh, Donny Garrihy. Donny Garrihy, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's a very good That's a very good call, actually. Uh, you've been nominated yourself as well, according to uh, one of our texters here, Brian. Frankie Coote is the man for the Irish Dubs, so maybe we leave it between ourselves and Donny. Yeah, yeah, but I'd, still, I'd give Donny the vote, like, you know. But, um, no, I mean, it, it, it's turning into a farce now altogether. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a complete farce. They, they need to get their act together up there, you know. Um, yeah, and just the last thing on that, I mean, the FAI obviously lost a lot of credibility during the previous regime, seemed to get back some of it during the current regime, but it's being eroded again, hasn't it? It has. I have a friend working up there now, Rob Hennessy. He's a, he's a League of Ireland referee and he's actually a clear... And, you know, he's so professional and so good at what he does in even working from the office there. And it's a pity if they move the likes of Rob up, up the chain a little bit there, we get things sorted, like, you know. Okay. It's, I don't know, it's much like RTE now at the moment, the FAI, and I don't want to say too much about any of them, but it's just a pity. We need, you need people, like, go back even to the hospitals. You need the matron, you need proper people over everything, and you, you need accountability.